So uh, college ministry now looks a lot different than what it maybe looked like in in the 80s where, you know, it was it was cool. It was hip. Even like go back to Billy Graham. Like we are very much in a post Christendom Western world that we live in. And you can see it a lot on campus. And so what does sorry, I'm trying to roof how I question this. Um, What does a post Christian campus look like? here and here in San Antonio or which in your experience you want me to go yeah I I think it's not just something we see on the college campus but entire uh, span of America that we are in this post Christendom and like I said I think that that's not the scariest thing to happen because something that is happening is we are conflating American patriotism with evangelicalism. So to see those separated to me is actually a good thing uh, because one of the biggest critiques that I get from my college students about the church is that those two things have been so intermingled. So what that means trend-wise is that you do have to work a little bit harder because not only are they 18 so they're not being forced to be there but it's not part of the pervasive culture mm-hmm. and so we have to say why is this worth your time for yeah. you to come like well, you can like do with anything like, i mean in the church you know mm-hmm. it's easy to go from sunday school mm-hmm. and then from there you go probably have a middle school ministry and then from there youth and so there's just that natural pipeline yeah. of like there's something else and now there's not there's no off-ramp to college ministry yeah um, like you said like you're bringing people in so I think we have to go and move away from attractional ministry to relational ministry and one of my favorite verses is first uh, Thessalonians 2 8 and it just says we loved them so much that we not only shared the gospel of God with them but our very lives as well so I think that is how we approach doing college ministry is that we're not offering just something fun and attractional because they're everything else they can do is more fun than what we're gonna offer So what we do is we say, we're going to really introduce you to the authentic life, death, and resurrection of Jesus, and we're going to be there for you and your highs and your lows as you go through your sanctification. Because I truly believe that if you've had a real, and I'm saying a real encounter, not with cultural Christianity, Mm. but with the person of Jesus, Mm. you can't walk away from that. And so that's part of what we do as college ministers, and we have to realize that this is probably not going to happen overnight, but this is the journey that we take them on as long as they'll allow us to go with them. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, I, l- I love the, uh, the the emphasis on relational ministry. I think that's something that is absolutely paramount for college ministry, and especially in a post-Christian world. Um, if if we're being honest, like I, I think – I think the the years of before that are passing and people are sitting there like, oh, man, it feels like the enemy's advancing. Like, you know, we're losing our, our stronghold and things like that. Um, like, let's take the to scripture and like, let's remind ourselves that the entire New Testament was, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it, it was difficult to be a Christian. Antagonistic. And it, it was, com- mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, like, there was never a point in scripture where they were for the faith. Like, yeah. you know what word. I mean? Like the followers of the way were like different. And yeah. if you want to know more about things like that, there's this amazing book called Fox's Book of Martyrs that talked about all the people that gave their life for advancing the cause of Christ. So I think we've had this this fallacy in our mind that Christianity is meant to be comfortable. Yeah. 
we need to preach better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We need to actually have good Bible study to remind ourselves that we were meant to be in the midst of the tension mm-hmm. and to trust that truth in the gospel will have its moment and have its day and has already had its day. Mm-hmm. We need to remind ourselves that we don't mm-hmm. walk to victory. We walk from victory yeah. from the moment that Christ rose on the cross and ascended into heaven and has sent us out. And where did he send us out? To the comfortable place, to people that look like us, to people that talk like us, that people that share in the same socioeconomic background as us. No, he said, go to all nations, you know? And so for, for as we're like throwing down scripture, I, I love this because like we, us as college pastors and, and those that are called to this, like we will have these pieces of scripture that will absolutely cling to our hearts. And for mine, like in the season as I've been a college pastor, Ephesians 4.29 for me has been biggest for me because it says, uh, let there be no corrupt communication. Proceed out of your mouth, which is good to use, and that is edifying so that it may minister grace unto the hearers. Yeah. How can I be gracious into a world that is post-Christian, that are thinking different, like the world is feeding them a ton of information. And you know what? That information is coming at them like a fire hydrant and yeah. they're having to retain all that and to wrestle with all that but if we true and we believe in the power of the gospel and just like sarah had just said if there's a real revelation of christ that is revealed and they're responding to that revelation man we're gonna we should have uh like just as scripture says like fear not fear not like have i not called you to be mm. bold and very courageous right and so yeah. i think for the church um, there is a sense of fear because we're losing our comfort. And if I'm being honest with you, that's a good thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a good thing. Well, I think uh, out of comfort, it, it, as a college pastor, it takes me away from, no, because I think the temptation is like, I'm going to always invest in those who are always here and mm-hmm. with me to uh, get out and get on campus, be engaging yes. with our students. And I, and I think what that looks like in a post-Christendom world is that, I'm not naturally going to be perceived as the good guy who mm-hmm. comes on sure. campus. You know, yeah. I think, you know, you look at, you know, I'm like when our parents during their time when they're, you know, everyone respected the pastor, you know, mm-hmm. they would buy the pastor's coffee. And now like, if you know, I was on, you know, on campus here in San Antonio uh, for one of our students, they were in orchestra and they had an art exhibit next to it. And I went and saw, and like every person who had just a piece out there was like, I have this church trauma or this church hurt. Yeah. And sure. so, if you walk on campus, you're going to be perceived as the bad guy. And that's just what post-Christendom college ministry looks like, is that no one's going to take you at face value. And so I think what that looks like is I'm showing them, I'm playing the long game. I'm going to invest in them, showing that this is what the best, like my heart for Christ is actually what's best for you, not what um, the world might say this is what actually is what's going on. It's going to be great for you. So I think looking like that, I think look what is post Christian college ministry looks like. It's investing in long things and long term yeah. commitments and um, investing in the students who are very hard to invest in and love on. Oof, yeah. that's a good word.